0: oh hey and welcome to the love buzz podcast a place where we talk about all things love relationships weddings marriage and everything that comes along with being in that love buzz feeling the good the bad the awkward and hilarious and everything in between i'm your host claire mick from ceremonies by claire i'm a marriage celebrant mc and lover of love and banter Think of me as your hype girl, your sidekick, here to bring you the tips, tricks, and stories to both entertain you and help you as you plan your wedding and your relationship beyond the I do's. I'm so excited you're here, so grab a drink, come hang with me, and let's get buzzed. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. I have a very special guest today, the one and only Ceremonies with Brianna, who is absolute sunshine in human form and a fellow celebrant, unlucky to also call a friend. Bri, welcome to the Love Buzz podcast. Oh, hi, Claire. <laughs> so happy that you could have a chat with me. And uh, you just told me that you've done, you're a fitness instructor as well. You've done four classes today. So that is absolutely wild. <laughs> but thanks uh, for having a chat. Oh, I wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it. That's amazing. I did one class today and I felt proud of that. So I'm very <laughs> what impressed. What did you do today, Claire? I did body pump. First time oh, in a very long time. Proud right. of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I wanted to get you on because, well, for one, you're always so lovely to chat with and I thought you would have lots of wisdom to share from your perspective as both a celebrant and someone who is mar- has been married for 15 years now with children. And so you get to experience, you know, people that are in that, initial stage of getting married in that love bubble and then obviously you've experienced 15 years of marriage and I guess ups and downs and all of that um and you seem to have it all sorted (laughs) you and John just seem like (laughs) so adorable and so happy so I can't wait to get into all of that but before we do I have one big question to ask you it's a little game that I like to play go for it it. (laughs) (laughs) would you rather This is, you know, if you think about if you had to get married again, obviously still to John, but would you rather have your partner plan the entire wedding without your input or let your in-laws take over the entire guest list? Wow, that is such a tricky question. And
1: the reason I say that, if I let John, my husband, plan the wedding, it would be a Warhammer Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> themed wedding, which oh my I, 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 could, I could deal with it. I could get through it. Um, I'm actually going to say
0: I'm going to let my in-laws plan it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they get to yeah. choose whoever to invite. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. You are Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. I, thing. Feel,
1: <laughs> I feel like that even though they would get to choose the guest list, they would still be thoughtful enough to um, even if they're asking other people, my my parents and who do we know? And they would put a pretty good
0: guest list together. Oh, I think. Good shout out to the animals there. (laughs) Solid (laughs) trust in them. That's amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you for answering that stellar question. Uh, And so tell us a bit about what you love about being a celebrant. Why do you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I remember like the reason that I
1: became a celebrant, I remember going back many, many years ago. And I think my at that time, um, John and myself, we were we were just kind of dating, but we got invited to a lot of weddings, lots of lots and lots of our friends were getting married. And I, as a guest, I remember sitting at those ceremonies and what like watching what the celebrant would do and what they would say and what they were wearing and how they would move. And I I used to think to myself, wow, I just, that looks amazing. I want to do that. And that kind of stuck with me for many, many years. And then John and I, when we got married, I loved our celebrate and I still do. Uh, and then uh, we had our girls and it wasn't until our children were quite young that then I started to, like, the idea just consumed me, I think, from then And I I thought, what what do I need to do to become a celebrant? And then I started researching. And then um, I, yeah, just took the plunge. I thought when my girls just got that little bit older, I needed them to be of an age that I knew I would feel comfortable as a mum to be able to commit the time I needed to become a celebrant. And then I stepped into it. And it's like the best decision I've ever made. And I think, why did I wait so long? (laughs)
0: I know, it feels like that. Hey, it's like one of those really things does. you think about doing and then, yeah, and it just goes to show us if something's, you know, on your heart that you want to do, just do it yes, next because you'll always just do it. Wish you started earlier.
1: Absolutely. Like don't hold back. Just jump into it. It's something that is definitely like because it's stuck in my mind for so long, that's why I think I should have done it earlier. Yeah.
0: Right. So it sounds like it was on
1: your mind for, what, 10 years or something? I would say even, I think even longer. I'm going to say around... Yeah, like 17, 18 years, I think. Oh, be. my gosh, Brian, that's amazing. Right. And, and I've uh, been a celebrant for five. So that's how long it took me. To... <laughs> and what, were you,
0: what were you doing before you became a celebrant? So uh, environmental health officer. Oh, wow. So it's definitely a change yeah. of industry. It's a change.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I think when you're an environmental health officer, you have to know how to um, talk with people. So you have to be a people person anyway. And... Uh, you have to know how to um, interpret legislation. And as you know, oh. Claire, we have to understand the Marriage Act. <laughs> and then it all just started to come together. And I went, you know what, I I kept, I could do this. And um, I think I've got
0: all the bits there. Let's make this happen. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting when you say about the legislation. So just for anyone listening, we have a, a kind of a celebrant group chat. And if people get curly- kind of legal situations that come up we kind of say hey any advice on this or just double checking this and Bri will always take the time send a voice message you would be like I've just got the act open and if you just look at this paragraph <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> so thank you for being just yeah <laughs> epic at all of that stuff um <laughs> perfect and so you've also been married for 15 years how long were you together for before you got married yeah, we were together for
1: three years before we got married. Three years, and yeah, it was. I think when I met my husband, I, like, and the, I, I, I reckon I can honestly say this: like, the minute I met him, I went, "This is the man I'm meant to marry." Like this, oh i it was such a beautiful feeling that I've never ever had before. And when people talk about like love at first sight, I reckon I, I had that with him that's so beautiful does he say a similar thing about you yeah yeah he he does um I probably express it more
0: yeah yeah that's
1: it that's it um and yeah so we were together for three years before we decided to get
0: married yeah amazing and did you live together before you got married Ideas, it it yeah. Is. We See, yeah I'm joking now. <laughs> <laughs> I I asked that because I know, like, when people get married, everyone's always like, "Oh, you know, how's married life going?" And I know yeah. for me, it was kind of there wasn't really much change. Like, we already lived together, everything was already together yes. in our minds. In even we, you know, had savings goals and all of that together. So yeah. in your mind, did you feel like there was a shift when you got married or anything like that?
1: No, I think I feel the same way that you did, Claire. You're already, um, you're forming that life together almost as soon as you move in with each other and, you know, the, what the direction that you're taking in your relationship. And I I feel like, yeah, you've set things up together. You're probably setting your house up together with the furniture you're getting. Yeah, maybe as a bank account. And I think so many couples that I work with, already live together. yeah, And I'll say the same thing, and you're probably the same as me, Claire, when we ask them those questions in our questionnaire, we might say, what do you most look forward to about being married? And many of them will say, nothing changes for us because we've already established ourselves together and we're living together. And um, so, yeah, I, I feel that that's kind of how it went for John and myself as well. Yeah, it was
0: like nothing nope, changed. <laughs> we carried on. <laughs> you know, it's very true. I think one of my questions is, like, why are you getting married kind of thing? And a lot of yeah. a lot of them say, you know, already feel so committed and everything, but it's almost just a way of that kind of next level of commitment in in some way or, you know, in the eyes of the law, et cetera. Uh, but it's also just a celebration that you found your forever person, you know, with all yeah. your friends and family. But I yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one.
1: It is. I, I totally agree with you. I've, uh, another thing for John and myself, um, and when you asked, when you mentioned that, why did like people might have said to you, why are you getting married? I think John and I had that very clear plan. So yes, moving in with each other, starting that life together, getting married as a way to like showing that legal commitment to each other. And for us, we had like a process that we wanted to get married before we started having children not that there's no there's no hard and fast rule on that everyone does their own individual thing but it was just something that John and I wanted to do yeah yeah amazing um,
0: and then did you have a bit of a honeymoon period or did you kind of have kids fairly soon after getting married well
1: we uh, we got married and we waited for one month before we went on to our honeymoon because oh, of
0: <laughs> well, you say we waited one month to start with kids <laughs> Oh, uh, well, we, not that far off actually
1: <laughs> we, we um we got married and then our whole plan was to travel in Europe and because of the time of the year we thought well you know we'll wait one month and then we started our travels and um we were away for two months on our honeymoon and then I fell pregnant when we were <laughs> <on the honeymoon.
0: laughs> so we weren't that far off oh I love that that's awesome <laughs> and you've got two beautiful girls who I can see you know all the updates on Facebook they just seem like they're killing it, obviously, in school, in sport, but they just seem like they're genuinely happy. And obviously, like I don't, I don't know them personally, but what do you think the trick has been in raising, you know, just two awesome humans?
1: Um. So yeah, I feel I do feel really lucky with my two girls. Um. So yeah, two teenage girls as well, and uh, I think that's another whole massive step as a parent when you're when you you've got teenage children because the world has changed a lot and it's changing fast. So as a parent, we have to try to keep up with that. Um, but I do feel really lucky because both girls are very focused. They're very focused on school and they're very focused with their um, sport as well. And whether that's come from our teachings as a parent or whether that's just naturally in them, I'm actually not quite sure. Uh, the the you biggest assignment though, um, right? Yeah, okay. We're gonna claim that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to claim that. I'm gonna claim yeah. that. Um, the big thing I think we've always taught our girls is kindness um, towards others and also to be polite. So any I get the compliments all the time from other people who will say your girls are so polite, but that's mm. because that's something that we have drilled into them. We don't stand for anything different in our house and, and particularly, yeah, the kindness towards each other, but also with other people, other people at school. um You don't hear them talk nasty about any other kids. um Yeah, and then it's just—I think—yeah, they they work hard in the background
0: yeah. with their studies. The around. Yeah, no, that's yeah. and
1: is there? I was any- just having two children too. <laughs> what was that? Sorry? I love just having two children.
0: <laughs> yeah i know the thought of um i have no children currently and the thought of i'm like yeah i think maybe like max two you just like never know and then you see that i do like so my mom is one of six which is a lot and while that's you know i i definitely don't want six children (laughs) but i must say family things now having so many aunties and uncles and then obviously like their partners and they all have kids like having a big family is pretty special and like knowing there's that many people that you know love you have your back kind of thing I mean obviously it comes with you know there's always family dramas when there's a lot of a lot of people in the family nothing too sinister (laughs) which is good but yeah I think that aspect of it is awesome so it's strange to think that when I'm a grandparent if I've only got you know two kids it's like what maybe they'll get busy and I can just be grandparent to lots of grandkids (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that would be ideal wouldn't it
0: yeah <laughs> so nice are you are you one of like do you have many siblings yeah I'm one of three three yeah okay I'm the yeah. younger sister, sister so I'm the middle child where do you fit Clip? my gosh I'm middle child too are you the I claim to be the unfavored one if my mum listens to this that'll give her yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know they sometimes say that middle children feel like they miss out yeah they're just the forgotten Never. one <laughs> For me, I've never had that feeling. Like I just, and I'm equally as close to my brother and my sister. So I just yeah. feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I've ever missed out. Oh,
0: that's so nice. No, I definitely, I like to play up to it, but I, I do alright. So it's fine. <laughs> and so, fifteen years of marriage—that is amazing in itself. What advice would you give to people that, you know, could be anywhere on their journey? Like, what do you think has been you know, the golden secret to just, you know, sustaining a, a happy marriage? Yeah, uh,
1: I think that's a really good question. And because every couple is so different as well, but something that I've learned, um, and and John totally agrees with me in this, because I actually asked him <laughs> yeah, <I'm kidding. laughs> his thoughts aligned with mine. But I think for both of us, it is about compromise. Um, he even admits to me that before he met me he feels and his mum would agree that he he could be stubborn and since he met me he's learned that in a relationship it is all about the compromise and in many of the decisions we make in the parenting in the um, even from the you know we've built a couple of houses together and even when we're building houses together and we're making the choices of what color paint what kind of color carpet are we going to have or um it's all for us it's all about working as a team and um and that does flow then through into our parenting as well so for us I'm going to say the big ones are compromise and teamwork
0: nice yeah that's awesome and the phrase you know you have to pick your battles what does that mean to you (laughs) (laughs) oh that is a good question um and and
1: okay, I'm gonna to be totally honest when I say this to you, Clara, that John and I have never had a fight or an argument in the so
0: wild. I don't understand. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and and I again I when we talk about picking battles, maybe we just actually naturally do that. We don't realize we're we're doing it. And so there's no need to argue about it. So yeah. say you know, something might come up and he might have one type of view, and I've got a Another is we do always sit down, we talk about things. Um, Nothing ever gets kind of heated discussion. (laughs) And we just kind of agree on some kind of an outcome. So um, I've never really felt like I've had to
0: pick a battle as such. Oh, my gosh. Okay, amazing. So basically the secret is just be like Brian, John. Do you think just your (laughs) personalities, do you think they just go together so well or are you both quite um, neutral, don't get fired up? you know, with other relationships as well? Is that accurate?
1: I would say so. I feel I feel like I'm quite calm um, and quite like a sort of step-by-step kind of person in all of my way of thinking. Uh, and whether, yeah, John just has that um, same kind of calm approach to things and it just comes
0: together <laughs> nicely. Maybe that's what it is, Claire. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I wish. I mean, I like to think I'm a pretty easygoing person most of the time, but my husband would be the first to tell you that I can be a bit reactive, and it's like zero to one hundred. So basically, I'm the problem, probably. But <laughs> well, I was going to say, Claire. Of what I know of you, I would say you're very easygoing. Thank you. And it's really funny because a lot of people have told me, like, "Oh, I can't imagine you getting angry," and it's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it would it takes only probably like the closest people to me to see that <laughs> lucky then uh but yes okay no that's amazing so I mean pick your battles I guess I'll comment on that from someone that does the fight. yeah tell me you tell me what, yeah, I'll tell you, you all about it yeah. yeah I think to me that means and I've been told that by you know talking to people before sometimes you know if there's like that your partner like annoys you about your partner or there's like things that you kind of like want to nitpick on or whatever it is it's kind of just choosing like which ones you actually want to worry about having that conversation with and it's you know just picking your battles in that way and then the rest just like just let it go to the wayside yeah. and um, yeah. otherwise <laughs> no one's perfect yeah, no, that's actually, that's a really good point. Like you
1: said, just like, yeah, let
0: let that go. We'll focus on this. <laughs> but then it does feel like if they bring out something on you, then it's like, couldn't you just let that go? I let so many things go.
1: <laughs> oh, well,
0: I admire you, Brian. That's amazing. And did you feel like when you had kids, though, the dynamics between the two of you changed at all? Uh when
1: when we had, our, yeah, I guess you could say that. So, so and kind of a a mutual agreement that John and I always had um, is that when we had children, uh, and we I kind of naturally step into, you step into the role of mum, and so obviously I I went from being full time in my work and had that maternity leave, and then chose not to return in a full time capacity back to work and focused on the girls and it's still always been that way um in that even now my focus becomes it's it's on the girls my as a as a mum so yes the dynamics did shift we went from both working full-time to me stepping away from work and being at home and then therefore probably taking on the house duties a little bit more um because it makes sense you know I'm the one kind of running around with the girls and then um, and having my celebrant business and for John his work does bring a lot of uh, pressures and so his big focus on what he needs to do for his work so yeah there has been a dynamic shift there I think uh, he's an awesome dad though as far as in any spare moment that he has he's He's there with the girls doing whatever he needs to do, as from a dad point of view. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really good question, Claire, oh, because no yeah, way, <laughs> definitely a dynamic shift.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I guess it brings it back to that teamwork piece that you spoke about before, and it just sounds like yeah, it's a shift in who's doing what, a little bit um, or a lot, but it's just that teamwork at the end of the day, and doing yeah. it together. So no, that's really that's really good to hear. And if you reflect back to your own wedding day, 15 odd years ago, (laughs) is there anything, I mean, obviously I have no idea of what you did for your wedding, but obviously styles, trends, all of that change. Is there anything looking back that you think, oh, I wish I'd done this or whatever, or are you just like, that's completely perfect still how it was?
1: Uh,
0: You know, when you're talking about the shift, the
1: the trend change, um, I wish... Back when John and I got married, I knew more about the different things that could be included in a ceremony. Uh, I felt I loved our I loved our ceremony and I loved our celebrant. I just wish we had more information. Yeah. Uh like, I love the idea, and I'm, I'm you probably do as well, Claire. When we get to work with our couples, and we get to write their love story and then present it. Yeah. That was kind of never present that was that idea never came up. The idea of a love story when I got married 15 really? years ago really
0: (laughs) thinking about I don't even know what I would put in a full script if I didn't include the love story like it's kind of that other extreme now I don't know what I would talk about for 20 minutes if the love story wasn't in it Um, Yeah.
1: yeah and there would yeah there would be things I would do different now for sure in my ceremony if if John and I were to get married um if it was like now, uh, yeah. I would, yeah, the the uh, layout or the format of the ceremony would be very different to how it was for us, yeah, 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And I think I, I think the way that, say, you and I and other celebrants would approach things now, it's a little bit more modern um, in the way that we do things, the way we write, the way we talk and present. And so mine was quite different to that yeah. when I look back.
0: Did yeah. you do personal vows back then? No, no. Oh. Was it- again another idea that was never given to us, presented oh, to us. yeah. Yeah. That yeah. um, but amazing that you still. I mean, obviously, like it was, you loved your ceremony and everything. That's amazing that you loved it, even though like compared to now. But it's also different if you didn't even get that opportunity to decide between them. Um, yeah. you just have to renew vows, Brian and do it all again. Well we did, yeah, we we did a vow
1: renewal at ten years, and we invited our immediate family and our bridal party with their partners. and we just met in a park and we at that point, that was where we wrote personal vows to each other. and uh, a little bit more information was shared. So it was it was almost like a carry-on from the the day we got married and then we got to share. and we also made vows to our girls as well. Oh, yeah. that's so
0: beautiful. They would have loved that. Exactly. It
1: was so nice. And I said to him, when we get to 20 years, we have to do this again. <laughs> yes, please invite the celebrant gals. We Absolutely.
0: Just you know, <laughs> fans. Yeah, that's right. You girls could actually run the whole thing for us. would oh be so good. We get to feel like a part of your like, life together each. That would be so cool.
1: So, that would be
0: so fun. Sorry, John, it's so cool. in. <laughs> Yeah, and um, we've spoken a bit before, definitely in our celebrant chat as well, various mishaps that that happen at weddings as celebrants or just funny moments. I think sometimes, honestly, when things don't go 100% right, I feel like it can make for a better story, like not just for us. I mean, you know, for the couple or it's just something unexpected, but it's funny and it just adds something into it that you could never plan for. I know it's hard to kind of put you on the spot, but is there anything that comes to mind of just something that went wrong or just something weird and funny that happened?
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, I'll share with you a ceremony that I did with an absolutely gorgeous couple um, that was so good to work with. And they decided to have a beach ceremony and um, every, everyone chooses their their location for their ceremony um, based on what aligns with them. And so they chose a beach setting, which was the actual beach was a little bit removed further, a little bit further away from where the general public are. So it was that little bit intimate and um, that felt quite nice. The only thing was is that where the, um, the location chosen was, um, location chosen was kind of a small area of sand with the, the beach and we felt quite closed in, I guess. And um, the ceremony started. So the wedding, uh, the uh, ceremony s- set up, sorry, was done and the arbor was put in, the seats were laid out and then the person who set that up left and then the tide started coming in. Oh, no. <laughs> So the tide came in, and by the time the ceremony started, where the couple were due to, or um, yeah, where they were meant to be standing, was underwater. Uh, however, they had their hearts on on that location, and so they stood in the water for their ceremony. Oh, I love that! And so did I. Yeah. And their photos <laughs> actually look gorgeous. It looks like they're floating on top of the, on top of the water. So that was quite cute. When it came time to sign, the Signing table chairs were underwater. (laughs) (laughs) So, but they actually sat in the chairs. (laughs) Well, it was such a hot day. That's the other thing I should say. It was really, really hot that day. And many of the guests had travelled from the UK and it was um, our summer and very cold for them, where they'd come from, I should say. So uh, during the ceremony, one of the guests fainted because of the
0: Oh, my gosh. So we had
1: the environmental issues and then we had the, 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 with the heat. Come, the, the, get, we've got guests fainting. Um, the photographer was really lovely, but she was a friend and she did, does beautiful work. Um, she decided to get her drone up at the end of the ceremony and she was flying it out over the ocean to turn and come back. She flew it out over the ocean and couldn't control it. <laughs> And unfortunately, it went down into oh the water. So that I, I talked to the couple after, and they said that they loved every single minute, oh every goodness. single minute of their ceremony. <laughs> they absolutely loved it. And I thought that was just so nice to hear because in my mind, I was like, wow, you know, we've got all these things happening. Yeah. Um, but they loved it. So oh, that
0: was. <laughs> so and that just shows kind of roll with the punches a bit. I think especially if you're choosing to have your ceremony out in the elements with kind of no backup, obviously you hope for the best, but you can either kind of, and it's hard, like I don't, I don't know what I'd be like in that situation as in as if I was the bride, but I think, yeah, either you can just kind of go with it and make it its own thing or it can be, you know, you can just panic and have to, I don't even know what you do in that situation because some beaches is not really a close backup anywhere nearby. No, um, that's <laughs> correct. Beach yeah. weddings are actually quite controversial in uh, in the industry. <laughs> Some people just refuse to do them. I think they're amazing. I've only done, I think, two so far and touch wood. They were, like, relatively fine, just quite hot days. Um, But I must say, if they were standing in the water then, if it was a hot day, was that almost a benefit because it was then a bit cooler? Yeah, it did keep yeah. them cool.
1: Um, because when you like, as you and I know, those bridal gowns are there's a lot of material, they're heavy. Um generally the guys are they're in pants, whatever it might be. They're and, in
0: pants. We hope so, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> generally, not always.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I think it helped to keep them cool. And it was more about the whole happiness. Like they were so happy to have their family and friends there and they were so happy that they got married and that was all that was important that was all that mattered to them. They didn't mind about all the elements
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't leave the drone as well though. they must have just been like bloody hell
1: <laughs> yes yeah um, so that's the that's the one ceremony that always stands out to me where all these things just kept happening when I was
0: but yeah so amazing that the couple just went with it and had the best day that's such a good story thanks for sharing with the love buzz game we love to hear it my pleasure and to finish up what does the love buzz mean to you your love buzz my love buzz yeah your 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 particular <laughs> what you're doing right now As in just the love buzz feeling in general. Like, if you talk about the love buzz, like, what does that mean to you?
1: What does the love buzz mean to me? Okay. Um, The, it's, I'm going to say it is the excitement, the, um, the feelings, the passion surrounding love. Um, It's sharing something really special with someone else. And having and and sharing when I say something, sharing the same feelings with somebody else, and creating like an incredible buzz between you.
0: <laughs> Yay, amazing. Very well described. I like to hear everyone, everyone kind of describes obviously the same-ish thing, but in their yeah. own words. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So thank you so much. And thank you for your time chatting with me today. I absolutely loved it. We covered lots of different things, but I appreciate you sharing everything and shout out to John and your two gorgeous girls as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me along. Of course. And I'm sure I'll get you back on to have another chat at some point. I'm sure That'd you have a lot fantastic. more hilarious stories to share as well. <laughs> I'll create some just for you. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, I'll chat with you soon
1: okay
0: see you bye bye thank you so much for listening i would love to know your thoughts on this episode so please do me a favor and rate and review this podcast on spotify you can give a star rating so help sister out The a five star review would be amazing and if listening on apple you can leave a rating and a review also i'd love to chat so definitely come and say hey you can find me on instagram or facebook at ceremonies by claire if you can do me a favor take a screenshot and share to your stories let me know your favorite part or key takeaway it would mean the absolute world and don't forget to tag me when you do until next time I hope you get some of that love buzz this week bye